0: Life Insurance Agents, you're listening to the Modern Life Insurance Selling Podcast, where we provide the tools and insights to help you grow a more profitable life insurance business by selling online and over the phone from anywhere with an internet connection. Even if you're alone in your quest to build your life insurance business, just know you're listening right now with thousands of life insurance agents using the strategies we discuss to sell more life insurance, work more efficiently, and on your own terms. For more in depth advice and to make sure you never miss a podcast episode, join our email list over at sellturnlife.com.
1: Welcome to episode 55 of the Modern Life Insurance Selling Podcast. My name is Randy Vanderveit, and I'm your guest host for today's podcast episode. In today's Modern Life Insurance Selling Podcast episode, we're going to talk about how the numbers are in the niches. We'll talk about how to niche down your life insurance website to get better results in the most efficient way possible. We're going to talk about creating an online business and going from the concept stage to daily leads within one year. We'll also talk about creating a website that will differentiate yourself from the larger, more well-established life insurance websites. We'll talk about educational opportunities to get you up to speed as quickly as possible. And we'll also talk about where to get contracted so that you have an IMO or a BGA that supports your online business. With that in mind, our guest for today's podcast episode is Jimmy McMillan from heartlifeinsurance.com. I've known Jimmy about a year now and consider Jimmy a great friend. Jimmy and I both have niche websites that are producing leads on a regular basis. Jimmy has done an especially great job with his website and has carved out a unique niche in the life insurance industry and we're blessed to have him on our podcast today. Jimmy, welcome to the Modern Life Insurance Selling Podcast. Hey, thanks, Randy. Hey, can we start out by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you ended up getting in the life insurance industry and creating heartlifeinsurance.com?
2: Hey, absolutely. So you know, I graduated college, as, as many people did, and and um, right out of college, I got an insurance license and some securities licenses and started putting together 401ks for small companies. And uh, we would cross-sell you know, life insurance to the individual employees of those companies. And, um, I got to tell you, Randy, it was boring. (laughs) So, uh, a friend had an opportunity to go run some really interesting restaurants. And that was a, what I thought was going to be a short term project ended up, uh, you know, taking about 10 years of my life and it was a lot of fun. It was great. But, uh, the rigors of restaurant management and the hours, you know, Will wear down on your family life. So, when uh, that started taking a a, a bigger part of um, my attention, I got back into insurance. And um, uh, I started out a few years ago with one of the big um, IMOs that, that specializes in mortgage protection and final expense. I had success with them, met lots of interesting people all over the southeast, you know, sitting at uh, kitchen tables and, and, and talking about life and having those hard conversations. But um, I r- started to think, man, there's got to be a better way to do this. And uh, along the way, I, I've, I found uh, Jeff and the Cell Term Life community and um, combined my passion for heart problems with the uh, the business of life insurance, and that's how heart life insurance kind of came to be.
1: And throughout that whole journey, that's how we ended up meeting each other through the term life community as well. So <laughs> that's right. It's been a it's been a blessing on my end. So I appreciate your friendship and your knowledge. So let's talk about this a little bit. Specializing to succeed, and you know, there's there's some websites out there, the big ones that produce thousands of leads a month right and to compete with those guys that have been established that have created the backlinks and the articles and just everything that they've done is just almost impossible for somebody breaking in so what you've done is created a small niche just trying to get a little slice of that pie out which a little slice of that pie is a that, that represents a lot of p- potential money to you know to your business but also it helps protect a lot of people with really unique health conditions, so tell us about that.
2: The life insurance marketplace, like you said, there are you know eight or nine hundred different companies in the U.S. alone, and hundreds of thousands of agents. So it, it's kind of like being a tree in the middle of the rainforest. You know what I mean? How how am I going to differentiate myself? You know, and, and what am I passionate about? What makes me different than than um, than everybody else who's talking about life insurance? And so, the one thing that I did have different is, you know, I have heart conditions on both sides of my family, and I was looking at echocardiograms and, you know, talking about uh, the anatomy of the heart from a very young age, because this was always top of mind for me. So, I gravitated towards these kind of difficult cases that other agents shied away from, and that's kind of how heart life insurance came to be, because... Again, you know, the second that someone says something like congestive heart failure in a life insurance application, most most agents are running for the hills. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Try try bundle branch and all that other stuff too, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, heart blocks and such. So, um, you know, the the website was was grown out of that, and along the way, that became the way that I could differentiate, you know, myself and my services by focusing on, um, you know, heart conditions specifically. So the second that a client gets on the phone and they're talking with me, I I feel that, and they've told me this, they, they're like, man, nobody else understands it like you do. And, um, that kind of puts them at ease. So a lot of the, uh, a lot of the trust issues that we have in a, in a sales environment, those, you know, melt away because again, they, they call up, or excuse me, they they go to the website and they I, I've put out so much information for them for free about how to qualify for uh, you know the best con- the best policies when you have heart conditions, and then they read that they they you know they think man you know someone someone finally understands what it's like, and then we get on the phone and you know I can I can tell within a minute of the conversation that you know they are put at ease because someone does understand you know what it's like to have a fib or or what it's like to have you know those bundle branch blocks and and yes we can you know approve your file and you know we've we've approved other people just like you so
1: well you mentioned that passion and that is really important to a lot of people insurance is just about a numbers game just pro- provide an income you know have a little bit of freedom that they wouldn't have working for somebody else but you know, if you're going to do what we do, creating niche websites, you you have to have a passion for it because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of writing. It's a lot of time developing your online business and profile. So tell us a little bit about that.
2: Originally, what I did was as I found um, cases that were approved, you know, as I had heart cases that were approved, I just write about it. So it, it started with, you know, uh, getting somebody with AFib approved and then, okay, well, what what steps do we go through to get it approved? What can we expect next time? And it was, uh, half of it was, you know, uh, keeping notes for myself, but then the other half was putting that information out there. So uh, to get started in in any niche website, if I'm giving the advice to myself, you know, a year, year and a half in the past, it would be, you know, to write more because, you um, I don't think you can have enough content. Do you agree?
1: I absolutely agree. And I know when I started out, writing was one of my least favorite things. I've just never been that great at it. I just, I'm a terrible proofreader and it just didn't interest me at all, but I've had to force myself just to produce the articles and the activity. And I just learned how to bypass my weaknesses. So I write the articles I have somebody proofread them for me, and then I post them up. So, you know, you've just got to understand where your passions are, where your strengths are, and then outsource any weaknesses, and that will make life a lot better. Have you done the same thing?
2: Absolutely. And and I found that, you know, just doing it more and more, it comes easier and easier. You know, a, a thousand words was a struggle, and it would take me an entire week, and, and I felt like I was almost writing a you know, an old research paper from high school, you know, but now three, 4,000 words in a week, it's nothing. We, we do it all the time. I find that the words just flow. And if, uh, again, if I, if I was talking to someone about how to get started, I would say, first off, you know, find your passion, find your passion in this. What, what can you add that is, that is unique, you know, to the marketplace. And then after that, just get going you know, just get to it, go ahead and start putting content out, get it, get it out on the web, get it out to where, you know, Google can find it, but more importantly, your, your future audience can find it too.
1: I agree. When I started out a thousand words was an absolute grind. And now I can sit down in 15, 20 minutes and do a thousand word article. And, you know, just like you, I'm putting out three to 5,000 words a week, just on different subjects to get people to visit the website so that we can help them. Because right. they're, they're out there looking for help and they're out there looking for people that they can trust and people that they respect and people that they know will do the right thing for them because unfortunately in all businesses, there's, there's good agents and there's bad agents. So That's correct. Uh, we certainly always place our clients' interests first and foremost. And then let me follow up by saying your first articles, and I know this applies to you, your first articles are probably... Pretty terrible, right? I mean, you... oh,
2: man, they're, they're awful. Go go, I go back and I go back and read them and just cringe. I'm like, who, who you know, who who wrote this? Is like it's like we got a monkey behind the keyboard just banging away. Like, what is this? <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: so, what did you do to get over that?
2: Well, first off, I you know I had to be realistic with myself. It, you know, it's not like My articles about a a you know aortic stenosis and life insurance. It's not like the Pulitzer Prize committee is out there reading this (laughs) and deciding that man this guy's gonna get the uh, this guy's gonna get the award. I you know I just had to I had to kind of get over myself. I had to get over my own ego you know because the folks that are reading it are are this that's exactly what they want to read. It's exactly how. it's exactly the information they're looking for and it doesn't have to be perfect. You know what I mean? So, um, like most of it in the beginning was just getting it out there and, and having faith that what I put up was the best work that I could do at that time. And that the folks that read it will appreciate it.
1: I know Grant Cardone, the first book he put out, he, he talks about that. And it had so many typos in it. And he wrote it like, gosh, in some short amount of time, I think it was either days or weeks. Yeah. He just cranked it out and he put it out there and it ended up being a best-selling book. And he goes, hey, I've got a best-selling book. I don't have the best written book. Right. So I think you're right. It's just getting it out there. If there's a typo, we all see websites that have a typo or something like that on it. And we worry. uh, Guilty. Yeah, and we worry about. Gosh, are we going to look silly by putting that material out there? But bottom line is, that person took a risk and put something out there. And if you know, if if there's a mistake, we'll catch it. Somebody will catch it. It'll get corrected down the line. But get the material out there because there's somebody looking for that help that you're able to provide in that situation. That's right. So I know everybody is wondering how long does it take to get that first lead after you built this website. and You've been adding content to it over the days and the weeks and the months. How long was that for you, Jimmy?
2: For me personally, it was about nine months, almost right to the day, nine months. And I, I'll never forget it. Um, the lead that came in actually turned into a policy. We, we were able to help that young lady with a policy, but it was, um, I was sitting on the couch Watching a movie with Emily and the the phone vibrates, you know, and there's a text message saying you have a new lead in in Ninja Quoter, and I, I mean, I was I was shocked. I honestly I thought it was maybe a family member playing a joke on me, but yeah. but it was a real person. It was cool, and very this, neat.
1: And this the the clouds parted, the skies opened up, and the angels began to sing. Right, glory hallelujah.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it uh, it was like it was instant validation for months and months of work that's what it was uh it wasn't easy you know but um at that point it's like wow yes this really works like this can really be something and um you know from then on leads have increased in in volume and but every single time it comes in it's it's still exciting
1: yeah, I remember that first lead I got. I, I was just, I was so happy. I was overjoyed, and I was just thinking, proof of concept, it works. If I can do it It'll- once, I can do it again. If I can do it two times, I can do it more.
2: Exactly. Um, you know, just just thinking about it, like thinking about it right now it gives me chills. It was it was crazy.
1: So I know it took you about nine months to get that first lead. But I'm guessing that you, like myself, were actually your first lead that you sent it in just testing to make sure it actually worked because there were just crickets for so many months, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just to make sure that everything was hooked up correct. uh, You know, I'd sent in a couple of those test leads, a couple of John Doe's. (laughs) But yeah, the, the first real one was special.
1: So what would you recommend for somebody who's looking to create a website as far as somebody to build that or resources or how would they make that first step?
2: Well, first is again, to go back to that rainforest analogy, you got to find a way to stand out. Okay. So if you've identified your passion, I really, really believe that niching down is the way to go. So once you've identified whatever that is, and I mean, the life insurance universe is so big, you could pick any niche that you wanted to and, and maybe you might be the only person in that in that category that's doing it, but I would highly suggest that uh, you pick a niche because to, to get to the leads, it's just going to be a lot faster. If if you put out a general life insurance website, you're going to be going up against some heavy hitters. You know what I mean? Big Lou, Select Quote, um, the the actual life insurance companies themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I think the the first thing to do would be to niche down. And find a subject that is interesting for, to you, and it's real important that it is interesting and you have passion about it because you will be, you know, this thing you're going to be married to this thing for the next couple of years. You know what I mean?
1: Sure. Uh,
2: the next thing is just get to your uh, get to a point where you can put content up as quick as possible. Okay. So Jeff and uh, his company they they've got the ability where they can design a website for you. I I don't know if I would deal with the you know, um, the inner workings of a website again if I had to do it all over. I would probably just let Jeff and team build it because the real thing is you need to get the content up as as fast as possible. Just get it up, you know. Do it as good as you can and put it up on the put it up on the net um, as fast as you can, and that way people can find it. So niching down, posting content quickly, and Need you need to find some partners who can support you in this journey. Um, I was very fortunate to find you and, and Ray through the uh, through the community and also on our, our mastermind calls. But man, without you guys, I you know this is a it's a pretty lonely road. You know what I'm saying? We're uh, we're we're here in our office or our home office banging out. You know this this content about life insurance and 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 whatever niche we've decided on our our spouse doesn't really understand it. Our friends don't really understand it. So it's important to find some partners who can help you along the journey. And uh, we've also been fortunate that uh, Jeff and Nick West started up Digital BGA, so a, a an IMO or a wholesaler of life insurance that is completely focused on the new generation of life insurance agents, those that are doing it online and over the phone. So niche down, get your ideas out there as fast as you can. It doesn't have to be perfect. And then also find some partners who can help you along this journey. That's what I would recommend.
1: I agree. You know, I I met Ray about a year ago, a year plus, and we just decided we're going to get together together weekly and have a call every Friday morning just to discuss ideas, but also keep each other accountable. And through the community, we found you, Jimmy, and we brought you on probably three or four months later. And we've just kind of been the three musketeers and we have a call every Friday at nine o'clock in the morning. And we talk about what we're doing. We talk, talk about our goals, our struggles. We keep each other accountable. And at the end of the call, we say, Hey, what are we going to do next week? And then the next call, we say, how did you do on your goals? So that's That's really important. That's really important.
2: So important.
1: So in the show notes, we'll also have a link to Digital BGA. And if you so desire, you can get in touch with Jeff and find out about his program, which he'll actually create a digital internet life insurance website for you. So, Jimmy, as we finish up here... Do you have any other recommendation maybe books or online resources or anything that would help uh, somebody who's looking at creating an online website?
2: Oh, I mean, well, I would, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention The Digital Life Insurance Agent written by one Jeff Root. Uh pretty much the modern bible for what we're doing and I I you know what I mean, it's great, it's short, you can read it in a weekend. I've I've read it two or three times. I'd highly recommend that to anybody that's that's planning to go down this road. The uh, the next is the Cell Term Life community. Um, if you've got underwriting questions, or if you have a a, a question about you know licensing, or um, you know how people are doing, how the, how they're succeeding, or if you just want to vent, you know, because clients are crazy sometimes. I think the uh, the self term life community is perfect for that. And again, working with Digital BGA has as been a uh, just a great group. You know, a great group to work with. I, it's nice to know that you can that you can spend all this time generating content, doing your marketing, and then when you do get uh, life insurance cases, you can handle you can hand off most of the most of the processing to them, and they'll they'll handle it. It's, it it's uh, comforting to know that you' again you've got a partner on the back side of, of the processing so those are those are three I can recommend right off the bat. Also you can't network enough you know there's no such thing as, as too big of a network so find local people there, tons of people are using WordPress you know that that's the content uh, management engine that we use to put our websites on on the web, most of us anyway. So you can find people all around you using WordPress and, and doing the same things that, that you're doing but maybe in a different business. So I would say, um, I would recommend again, Jeff's book, Cell Term Life Community, Digital BGA as an IMO, and uh, and also getting out into your local community and finding other people who are doing similar work.
1: I agree. So first step, number one, get started. Second step, get working third step probably find some support and then fourth step just keep moving on it uh, it will yeah. you will get results in the future what you what that seed you plant now will have a harvest later as long as you keep working on it
2: i couldn't have said it better to myself
1: all right jimmy <laughs> thank you so much for being on today's podcast we hope the listeners have gotten a lot of value out of this podcast we'll have all the contact for jimmy and all the other things we talked about On this podcast in the show notes take care we'll catch you on the next podcast episode
0: to join the conversation and learn how to use modern techniques to sell more life insurance work more efficiently and on your own terms head over to selltermlife.com and join our email list we'll see you next time on another value-packed episode of the modern life insurance selling podcast